I think that The Rock, we actually realized we were having a full conversation, and then we looked at each other and then hit record. Uh, it's better that it went like mid sentence. Yeah. The, uh, no, I'm pretty sure like The Rock just buried it in a lead up to that match, or at least the lead up to the match before it. I feel like this wasn't the first match between the two. This was the blow off. Well, he did the. Uh this was the kiss my ass match. This is where he bring the he. This is where he, the Rock drove Billy Gunn's face right into that big lady's ass. Yeah, that he brought out himself. Yeah. So, you know, the hubris of Mr. Ass is what cost him in the end. Yeah, it was really kind of karma that got, got caught up to him. You know, speaking of Summer Slams, I don't know what provoked it. Well, I know what provoked it. I fell asleep when I was YouTubing, and I woke up and there was a review of it. And like, fuck this! I'm just watching Hogan Michaels right now. <laughs> it's such a fun match to it watch. It was great. Even though that, like, people are like, ah, oh, Michaels didn't sell for Hogan, blah, blah, blah. No, he just it oversold it, for it Hogan. made it way better. No, he did not sell for Hogan. He just went, like, over the top. Not overselling is kind of the equivalent of, of not selling at yeah. all. Yeah. That so. fucking... It's basically it's a coming full circle. It's like when, when, like, feminazis go so far left that they wind up on the right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same idea. It's, um... Like, it's... Not even like the worst match ever either. It's not good. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a fun match to watch. Yeah, like it holds up better than something that like that should. It holds up better than Orton Hogan. <laughs> I don't remember Orton Hogan. It was not the greatest. Um, I just like the way he sold the boot. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like spinning around and he does the big back. Yeah. Uh, Hogan turns Hogan around. Hogan misses the whole thing, so he didn't see it. Turns around. He's like, all right, he's down. Cool. Good job. Well, he kind of has a look on his face where he thinks he didn't sell the boot. All right. <laughs> if you, like, look at it. He, that's why he throws his hands up. He's probably like, God, I didn't think he was ever going to go down. <laughs> Which, uh, watch it. I mean, watch it again. It's it's worth watching anyways. Absolutely. It's SummerSlam 05. And what else I watched, I just... Because I am not, I'm not in a good way right now. Yeah, um, I'm still kind of sick, and you're, uh, you're also uh, a member of Raven's Flock. You're a sick boy. Yeah, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm I don't have the stomach for any Reese right now. No, no Reese. Uh, I was laying in bed like a kid, man. Um, my brain's. Oh, right Saturn. behind my uh, case over there, there's a uh, hammer. It's. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Scotty Riggs. All right. See, Scotty Riggs. <laughs> I think we got it all. No, we didn't, but. Who else are we missing? Oh, Lodi. Lodi. <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that was bad. I apologize, listener. Um. I'm, oh, yeah. So, like, I was on the couch yesterday pretty much, and when football's over, I wasn't like, all right, now what am I going to do? It's pretty much, I just picked a random wrestling to watch. And I picked a bad one. Which was your your bad pick? Cyber Sunday 2006. Ugh. I, I'm guessing there's some sort of Edge Cena debacle. Uh, no. Um, well, there was tag team turmoil where there was the Highlanders. It was crime time. It was Cade Murdoch. I'm going to try to remember the card right now. And it was Viscera and who did Mark, Viscera attack? Mark Henry? No, Charlie Haas. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that team. <laughs> the world's largest love machine. Yeah. Charlie Haas and Jackie. Um, 
there was uh, Jeff Hardy versus Carlito. IC title. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Uh, there was there was some women's thing that I just skipped over because it was 2006. Was there a Mr. Kennedy match? I don't remember. I didn't notice there being a Mr. Kennedy match. There, Ric Flair and Roddy Piper defeated the Spirit Squad for the oh, tag okay. team titles. I remember this, which uh, is kind of why I bring it up. Okay, that's that there's two things that, that would be the only match I would watch ever because I remember they did the on the Raw before this happened. Uh, they did uh, a three-person promo. It was Dusty Rhodes, Sergeant Slaughter, and Rowdy Piper. Yeah. The Dusty cut, cut an okay promo. Sergeant Slaughter's was whatever. And then Rowdy Piper comes out. He's like, I don't even have to say anything why I should be Ric Flair's partner. You know why I should be? Dusty Rhodes, world champion. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, world ta- champion. Rowdy Piper. And he like, pulls up his kilt and smacks his ass. He's like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Rowdy Piper's going to be his partner. <laughs> It was by a landslide too. Even yeah, Dusty was probably the best worker of the three at that point. Yeah, but he was uh, he was throwing those elbows. He didn't look like a. I mean, he was a fat old guy, but he always wore a shirt at that point. Yeah, yeah. He was always street fight Dusty. <laughs> His butt's a little bit big. Yeah, well, but they know he's bad. They know I'm bad. Uh, it was DX versus uh, Rated RKO. Okay, was yeah, the yeah. edge situation there? There was a guest referee, but I didn't pay attention to that match. I'm trying the, to think of who could possibly, like Shane McMahon or some bullshit. It was Vince, Coachman, or Eric Bischoff. Oh, all right. Yep. And then the, the main event was John Cena versus Booker T versus The Big Show with Booker T's championship on the line. And oh, you just m- Booker T's? Just Booker T's. That was the title that was defended was decided by the fans. Oh, okay. Do you remember the ending to that match? I'm guessing Booker T won somehow. You are correct. Do you want to take a Guess at how Booker T won. Um, end of 06. Fall of 06. Uh, Kevin Federline. Interference. Yep. You are, <laughs> I you are correct. Because right? <laughs> I remember because I remember at this point I did not like Cena because the only person he had uh, put over in the past like year was Kevin Federline. I was like, fuck so we that, Cena. He hadn't quite put him over yet. Yeah, this it was, was the, Raw. Uh, the Raw, I believe it was the Raw after this. Yeah. Or maybe two Raws after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, and this is I was kind of bringing that up because I thought you were going to get there, and you, you either you tricked me into thinking you weren't going to get it, or you knew... or you I knew it in the back of my mind. I just... <laughs> keep, I, I haven't thought about the show in forever, and I have not watched it uh, at all since, like, probably I first got the network. Oh, don't. Yeah. It's not good. I think I only watched it for the Roddy Piper Ric Flair uh, tag win because I was like, I want to feel good for a minute. Yeah. I, I think I was having a bad day and I was like, I just want to be reminded of a happy, a happy moment <laughs> in wrestling. Fat Roddy Piper. He, when he was getting off his uh, cancer stuff. This is like right after he beat it. Yeah, yeah. So good for him. I'm glad, I'm glad Vince forgave him for all that stuff he said on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> you can really get away with saying anything to Vince if you're Roddy Piper. Yeah. Depending on who you are. If you can make him money, he'll forgive you. Yeah. I think I think they probably understood after a while that like what he said was like kind of taken out of context and like kind of misleading. Cause I guess that's what Piper said, too. He's like, they chopped it up and like gave answers for different questions. You really can't take any of that shit serious, that seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the beauty of about like what Vince did when he would go on those things. Where like you just can't. Chop hold on. Up. Let me finish. 
you can't chop it up. <laughs> Would you please let me finish? Yeah. Like, like what are you going to do to chop up the, to make him look like an asshole? He did it on his own, <laughs> yeah, and like he still got his point across. <laughs> you know, on our TV, we, we don't say that anymore. Say what? The fuck word. <laughs> they're uh, they're leaning into some of that shit now. Oh, they they certainly sure are. Uh, the bits of Clash of Champions that I watched had had cussing. I'm cussing. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really been paying attention to the TVs. Um, I I did turn on SmackDown this week because I was so recording you stuff. You see, you saw the end. No, uh, I got oh. really upset watching Baron Corbin insult Chad Gable's height, and I was just like, this isn't good. This is bad TV, and I'm not going to watch bad TV, so I shut it off. I was under the impression that uh, SmackDown was good this week. Uh, I watched The Coronation. That was pretty much all I saw. And the I was, Corbination? The Corbination. I said, no thank you. It, was just, it just was not good promoing. Okay. Because he was just like, it was like one of those things where he was just like, you know, Chad, I know you came up a little bit short on Raw, but don't worry, big guy. Like, it was just like that, like, really, like, eye-rolling type of, like... Cheap heat? Uh, it's like the humor we say, but, like, they did it intentionally, and I just kind of, like, wonk my way into it. It's, like, natural with me. I hope that um, I end up enjoying it. I don't care if it's intentionally and it's bad, but if it, I can appreciate that too. It, it was it was unwatchable for me. <laughs> unwatchable. Unwatchable. Yeah, I've I've not been sleeping the greatest <laughs> lately. Uh, kind of hard to breathe when you're sick. I <coughs> slept for like I got like a between from the beginning last night I slept for like sixteen hours, seventeen hours. Nice. I don't know how I'm gonna sleep tonight, but. Take a pill. I don't know. You you don't you don't take like sleep aids from the supermarket. No. Okay. I mean, I could have a no because I won't wake up. I don't wake up. I don't wake up well. I can't take sleeping pills because I can't make myself get up in the morning. I am also a, a bad waker upper. I'm a very bad waker upper. Um, I'm I will snooze fifty times. I I I snooze today for over an hour. Yeah, that is like <laughs> almost regular for me. Oh, it's not. Usually, I can just go like half an hour. Just be like, all right, time to get up. Sucks, but gotta do it. Uh, today, I was like, uh, I'm I'm sick. I have to show up to work early because I have a an AM meeting. I think they're starting to schedule these, so I show up earlier, <laughs> knowing full well that I deal with bullshit traffic in the morning. But they know I'm. I fucking hate it. <laughs> You're a grump. I am a grump. I have a good reason to be a grump, though. Why is that? Oh, uh, just for many reasons. I, I have, I have, I have a plan, though. I'm a man with a plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to divulge it yet. Uh, if it ha if it works out, it'll be within the next two to three months. I want to say, maybe, maybe four, uh, maybe into early 2020. You're gonna go into being spanky again yeah yeah totally okay um but i'm the man with the plan right now and that's, <laughs> all, that's all that's all i'll say right now about that yeah it's my turn to hawk up lungs on this 
I think we're both going to do a, f a fair share of it. Yeah. You have your, uh, is that tea that you're rocking right there? And that's a soy latte. A soy latte. Because, uh. you know, I'm talking about how I'm going to have a hard time sleeping. Well, I mean, like, I figure just for caffeine to get you through this. Yeah, I haven't had any caffeine today until right now. Keep you bright and vivacious. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, get Sherry. I've been I've been in the habit of uh, downing a cup of emergency and uh, coffee in the mornings lately, yeah, just to get me through the day. <laughs> emergency? Yeah, that's like vitamin C tea, right? Yeah, it's like a, a thousand, whatever it is of however they measure <laughs> vitamins. I take a thousand of that and then five thousand of vitamin D. What is that supposed to do for you? Um, because I work in an office, like you don't get like as much sunlight as like a human being should, so I take that to supplement the fact that I'm working indoors all day. Like, does that make you feel better? It's vitamins, so it like my doctor is like, take five thousand milligrams of this and call me. We'll meet again in three months, and I'm just like, I fucking hate this because it's just like twenty bucks out of my pocket a week or a month or or whatever it is. A week and a half. Just, this is just say. vitamin C. He's well, not telling you to take like. Well, there's vitamin C and vitamin D. It's vitamin C because I'm sick and. Tell him that I CDs are obsolete. Tell him you get one. Yeah, of it's tapes. We, we're yeah. we're back. We're back to tapes now. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Do you have the vinyl version? I don't know if you noticed, but I'm wearing tight cutoff shorts. <laughs> I'm actually not wearing those today. I'm wearing gym shorts. <laughs> uh, vinyls. Yeah. Very, I don't really got a lot to talk about on this. I went and saw Infest this weekend twice. Infest, how do you see Infest twice? Uh, they played a matinee in Providence, and then we went and saw the evening show. Well, we snuck into the evening show. All right. This evening show sold out. It was, uh, do you ever been to AS220 in Providence? No. It's like a small room. The fucking Converge played. Really? Yeah, it's like, fuck, I can't even think of a, a spot that, I mean, smaller than Ralph's. So it's like in, Infest and Converge during a the day, went about the day, and then snuck back in for the Infest set at night. <laughs> just because, like, it, a lot of the crowd leaves when Converge plays, after Converge plays in that situation. Oh, I'm sure. I think it's like a respect portion of the, uh, of the, uh, the lineup is that Converge plays before Infest. So, like... We just walked in. No one cared. Yeah. Sounds good. So I was feeling real good. So I, I got stuck behind what I believe to be the New York football jets on the drive <laughs> home from Providence because it was two buses and a, a large police escort driving and down and 95. And nobody was happy. <laughs> I mean, nobody was happy around them, and no one would pass them either. I was like, oh, you know, you're not going to, you're not even going to see Quincy and Noonwah. Nope. Um, speaking of that, that's a good segue. We can uh, move our way into sports. Um, did you watch any of the Patriots game this weekend? Nope. Okay. The Patriots season starts next week. <laughs> that's true. That, that's it's kind of their first real test. Like it's. I don't even know who they play yet. Buffalo. Yeah. We In Buffalo, test. and they're three and zero. I mean, they've beaten nobody, but they're three and zero. Yeah. No, I, the season starts because now I can enjoy it. Um. The, the the circus is over. 
The circus is over, thank God. I was going to bring that up. but This week was the last Antonio Brown game. I know he didn't play, but it was still, like, next week. Okay, gotcha. Um, Who is Brady going to throw to again? Look, I'm, I miss. I'm loving the uh, the three they have. Uh, Philip Dorsett, Josh Gordon, and Julian Edelman. I think they're really good. I'll be so happy if Josh Gordon doesn't fuck up. Like if, if this is like yeah, if this is like new like Patriot for life, Josh Gordon, like which is what it seems like. It's it's gonna be awesome because he had a really good game. I love uh, I love the way Josh Gordon. Played he hurt receiver. his finger. And came back out and played better after it happened. Yeah. That's because he finally got to get some drugs. <laughs> I was thinking about that uh, driving to work today. I was like, I wonder if Josh Gordon had any drugs in his system. Yeah, you got the kind they let you take there. All right. Yeah, but uh, Philip Dorsett had a good game. Philip Dorsett's good. good. Yeah, no, he's he's very underrated. Um, I have him as my, he was my backup in my fantasy team, and I think I did good on that one. Uh. Yeah, football sucks. I mean, I watched it, it all day. It sucks this year. This is the probably the worst start to the NFL season uh, I can remember. Who's um, the shittiest undefeated team right now? The Bills. Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, the, it's a fucking t- it's a coin flip between them. Uh, maybe the Bills have a better defense, so possibly the, the Lions. Bills have a better defense. The AFC sucks, and like I think that the the Bills could probably win ten fucking games. Ooh. That's a, that's a possibility. You're only well, going to win seven more. They're going to beat the Dolphins t- twice. Oh, everyone's going to beat the Dolphins. They are <laughs> garbage. I yeah. think the Dolphins are going to lose every game. Of, yeah. Um, I am in a knockout league, and uh, my friend's ex-girlfriend who runs it said, like, oh, you're picking a, a team that's playing the Dolphins again, huh? Starting to notice a pattern. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, well, I'm going to have to find a new fucking thing to do when the Patriots play them again. But yeah, it's like, true. They dare, like I guess, like they could lose to the Jets because the Jets are pretty shitty too. The Jets. Uh, all right, so the Patriots have not allowed a touchdown since regulation of the AFC Championship game last year. Um, on defense. Yeah, on defense. That the streak overall it ended uh, this Sunday when with a muff punt and a pick six by the backup quarterback after it was 30-7. to seven. <laughs> They threw him up there with halfway through the fourth That's quarter. a low number for Brady to leave the game. Uh, it was – they had um, – the Jets had uh, punted, I think, nine or ten times at that point. They, they did not convert on third down at all. They were, yeah. 0, they were 0 for 12, I think, on third they're, down. They're kind of stingy about taking Brady out of football games and, like – 23 is not a huge number for for that. I mean, in real life, yeah. Like it was just because they knew the uh, their offense had nothing, so they were just going to throw sit him out there and I thought they were just going to start running the ball every play. Um but nope, they they went on pass the ball and that that turned out to be an oopsie cuz it went for a pick six. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but um they, uh, it was years ago. They put the backup in there, and the backup, I think, fumbled or turned the ball over. I, feel, I don't remember who it was. It might have even been Castle or something like that. And uh, the very next uh, series, Brady se- come back out. Yeah. And I was just like, I was thinking as soon as they th- sent it about there, I was like, all right, this is cool. Let's see what goes on. Uh, I hope he doesn't turn it over because then Brady's coming back out. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a garbage game that was. And then it was Tom Brady's terrible. like, oh, you're paying me next year. <laughs> um, so the best game of the weekend was the Bucks versus the Giants, and it wasn't even because it was a good game. It was just because it was high scoring, 
and it was exciting at the end. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I uh, don't know. That was a I, – I want to say that was an exciting game. I'm just saying it wasn't even because it was like – like I remember last year the, the Rams and, and Chiefs was the best game of the year because it was a shootout and it was, it was bonkers. Um, it was just the defenses sucked. Rams-Vikings too? Rams uh, – I remember. I remember the Rams. Chiefs Rams Vikings had a high scoring game on either Monday night or a Sunday night too. Yeah, uh, but the the Rams Chiefs one was Rams Chiefs was one because it was it the w- line was seventy eight and they beat it by thirty points. Yeah, there was a close game in the fifties. <laughs> like that just shit doesn't happen. Yeah, the Chiefs are good. Oh yeah, they're they're yeah they're the only team that really scares me. the The Cowboys are also very good. Um, yeah, but they seem like the kind of team that'll get in their own way at some point. Sure, sure. Um, the Rams are the Rams are kind can of we little, can we revisit the better than Dak Prescott argument we had a month ago? I don't want to do the whole league, but who do you got in mind? Uh, that he wasn't better than, but he is better than. Sure. Uh, did we say he was better than Matt Ryan? Uh, I did not. I will go ahead and say that Dak Prescott is better than Matt Ryan. I, I, I if if I said Matt Ryan was better than Dak Prescott. I mean Matt Ryan three years ago and not Matt Ryan right now. Dak Matt Ryan Prescott's like the fifth best quarterback in the league right now. Yep. Yep, he is. So, like, he... he He's he, my starting QB in uh, one of my leagues. That's funny, actually. He jumps over, like, pay Dak. Yeah, he and deserves Garoppolo money at the very least. That's another bad 3-0 team. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, most most 3-0 teams aren't very good. <laughs> Well, most of the league is either three and zero or zero and three. Like it, it's it's a bad league this year. Uh, there, there's definitely uh, like it's top heavy. Like Not even they top got, heavy. Like there's no middle class. They, this is the NFL is like a, a, a prototype for what like the U.S. is going to become because there's no more middle class, and everyone's either really good or really shitty. Ah. <laughs> I'm the Browns. They suck. They're they're one and two. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, they couldn't beat the the Rams who uh, were giving them the game. I didn't watch any of that game, but I heard it was a lot of. Uh, it was bad. It, they they should have been able to win the game. Nobody looked good. Like the Rams won, but like they didn't look good in victory. I'm like, this team is very beatable. Uh, Jared Goff is a piece of shit, and he sucks. Um, He is, I'm going to say, Jared Goff is the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. Oh, boy. Falk? He's just on a bad team. Who's his best receiver? Crowder? Robbie Anderson? Yeah. Those are two pretty good receivers, actually. (laughs) Overrated. Both of those receivers would be the... Well, third best receiver on the Patriots. Nah. I would take both of those players over over Philip Dorsett in the I wouldn't. heartbeat. I wouldn't. Nope. What a win-win situation that trade was for both teams. Yeah, it's very rare that each team makes out like a bandit. Well, really, know? the Colts won the trade. They, they, they sure did because they have their heir apparent who's every bit as good as uh, everyone like hoped he would be. Like uh, when when he was uh, when Andrew Luck tagged out and like uh, lost a smile, uh, everyone was just like, "Oh, there goes Indy season. They're done for and they're undefeated." I thought they lost week one. Did they? Yeah, I thought they had like a good showing. They had like a maybe that was it. 
They had like. Um, but they beat up the Falcons this week. They only won by three, but they beat them up. The Falcons are bad. Yeah. Falcons suck. The uh, Chargers suck. Sure. Yeah. Keenan uh, Allen's awesome. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. He looks like a Chargers receiver. That's a that's a body type. <laughs> the um, God, well, I can't think. I can think of more teams that suck than don't suck. Um, Tennessee sucks. Tennessee is Tennessee. Um, They're, that's the same team they were last year. Can we talk about Garner Mishu or Minshew, whatever his Minshew? name is? Minshew. Yeah, we can. All right. So. Um, he, I, I saw a video, a high package for him. I forget where it was. It might have been Thursday Night Football, where a ki- like a little kid's going up to take a shot at a basketball hoop, and he just like completely stuffs him and rejects it. Just <laughs> like walks away. I was like, all right. And then there's like a, a photo of him wearing like a WWE belt, and it's like, oh, I like this fucking clown. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I'm um, I I think he's awesome. Also, he his name's Garner Minshew the second. The second, not Junior. Yeah. Yeah. There's also no Garner Minshew, Senior. <laughs> he he said after the game he says like I don't care I'm not doing this for you I'm doing this for me <laughs> yeah so like he's he's such a heel yeah like he's awesome I he, I would like him to be good at football too because or, or else it's like this is just Fitzpatrick dressing up like an asshole last year at least he was bawling when he did that um yeah um they won I mean they beat the Titans in a shitty D- Thursday it's a division night game. game. But I mean, the Titans fucking suck. They're, uh, uh, Malcolm Butler, I want to take back everything I said about uh, Belichick benching him and costing us the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, Malcolm Butler sucks. Ma- Malcolm Butler has been the worst cornerback in the league since he went to, t- to Tennessee. He's True. Been terrible. True. He played. He was like looking at the quarterback, trying to pick the ball off, and could not make a play to save his life. Yeah, he's terrible. He had what. Um what was the no? It was the Browns game. He had a good game against the Browns, but I'm starting to think that everyone's gonna have a good game against the Browns because they suck. I mean, but he's like last year. He was one of like the like a the worst free agent signings of. Oh yeah, player. definitely, definitely. And they um, were good last year too. Well, so, they're gonna be good. They're gonna be the same this year. So, but like, I want to take back everything I said about. Uh, Malcolm Butler costing the Patriots the Super Bowl with that benching. He that that didn't cost him at all. Whoever they, they Eric Rowe being out there was a better choice. Well, I mean, just having the guy that's been out there all year. Probably, I disagree with that statement. I understand the point. Uh, it's it's more of a, a like a a point than it is like a factual statement. Yes, yes, I know. I know I'm just doing. I'm just watching how he plays now and being like, that's not how you play corner. You suck. Yeah, like. Like and, Stephon Gilmore is how you play yeah, corner. Yeah, to say, and the thing that the, is how you, you play thought that corner. the Patriots were just sticking it to Malcolm Butler when they signed Stephen Gilmore. No. no, they just signed a really good cornerback. They signed a way better one. Uh, that that was uh, one of the best defensive uh, moves the Patriots have made in a long time. I'm trying to think of a better one they've made. Uh, that wasn't like drafting, uh, letting players go and then bringing them back for cheap. <laughs> that's that's my favorite Patriots Brandon move. <laughs> I'm just talking about defensive players. Patrick uh, Chung is a, like one of the better safeties in the league, and he's going to be on the team forever. Fucking uh, Jamie Collins has been good since he came back. Yeah, too. he's been awesome. Um, even like Jonathan Jones is good. Uh, Jason McCourty probably his last season. I'm imagining, but he's been all right. I don't know. I, I honestly haven't watched more than five downs of Patriots football. Yeah, the games haven't care. been good. The games haven't been good. They aren't going to be good. 
If I see a close game, I'll think about it. <laughs> like, I um, think they're going to kill Buffalo. They it's, haven't. It's their first real test because I actually do think Buffalo is, is a complete football team. I don't, I don't know how complete. I think they're a complete but football team. I think they're the kind of football team that starts off 6-2 and two and then finishes 9-7. and seven. Th- That could be true. Um, and this could be the week where they're riding high and then they're, they're humbled by the Patriots. Their backs are broken. And uh, that's it for them. <laughs> like the season's over. I. Uh, it could also be a game where it's their Super Bowl and they and they win by the skin of their teeth, and then they suck afterwards. That's what happened to like every team that won against the Patriots last year. If I had, if the Bills are actually good, they're gonna they're gonna do the uh, the one two three kid versus Bret Hart move. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like they'll they'll lose in a good game. If they're actually good. Yeah, like a, a 28-27 yeah. type of one missed field goal cost them the game type of situation. Or like they had a chance to tie the game at the end, and then Allen just gets strip-sacked or something. Or like a fumble. Yeah, like just something <laughs> just like, okay, they were really good. This team's really good. We gave them our best shot. I think it would be better if it was... I think that the Patriots are going to beat them fucking 50-6. to six. 28-26, last play is a field goal, a 57-yard field goal I that they miss. do not think that the <laughs> – it's just when you watch other football teams, I just like, this team sucks. All, all, except for Kansas City, except for um, – Dallas. Dallas is good. Dallas is good, but, yeah, Dallas is – but I still feel like they're dumb. They're, yeah, but, I mean, like Who's that, the, that I, other shoe has to drop. But, but for right now, they're The only two teams that I think can beat the Patriots are in the AFC also. So you're thinking Baltimore and yep. KC? Okay. Baltimore and Kansas City. Um, Baltimore. Um, here's the thing about Baltimore. Um, uh, when their quarterback came in, he was aces, and they were like, oh, we're benching Flacco for this guy. Um, and then by the playoff game, they were chanting for, the crowd was chanting for Flacco. Well, yeah, when you're that bad in a game that is the end of your season, you have to take someone like that out. Yeah. So. I mean, I get why they ran. You've got to stick with them, too, if you're the team. But if I'm a fan of the – if Brady goes fucking one for 96 for seven yards and takes, like, 40 sacks, I want Stidham in there, whether it's Tom Brady or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, They'll yeah. never do that, but I don't know. But as he's learning to play the position, that team looks pretty good. Yeah. His, um, uh, his, um, his passes look crisper this year. I'm just saying there was he he looked really good uh, last year and then he fell off he fell off a cliff in one sort of game. The whole team. Yeah, exactly. In one game, yeah. Um, they finished ten and six and. Were oh, to be to be fair, he wasn't supposed to be the quarterback that year. No, he was learning on the fly, and they faced a good team that figured out how like what to do to confuse him. Yeah, it's uh, playoff football, baby. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. I'm not going to hold one game against his progress. He looks like a real quarterback now. And that was the Chargers who beat them, right? Yeah. Okay. And we, I know it's hard for us to remember, but the Chargers were pretty good last year. Not against the Patriots, but up until that game. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they were also good that year. I'm not going to judge the Chargers season on that one game, even though like I love to do that, and I'm going to actually do that in real life, but not for the sake of this argument. Well, the Chargers had the second-best record in the AFC last year. They did not. They did. They were 12-4, and four, same as Kansas City, who was the number one seed, but they lost against Kansas City, so they were the number five seed. 
You are right, actually. Yep. I take that back. <laughs> I said the AFC. Yeah. Or I, NFC, I think the Saints were number one at 13-3. Uh, and three, Or were they 14-2? and two? I don't remember. Because the Super Bowl was the two seeds facing off. I just know that the, the Rams got off to a really hot start. And the Patriots looked like shit for a little while last year. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite things happening. What if that's what like kills us? Is like the Patriots definitely fall off a cliff with like injuries. Like uh, our Cooper Cup, Julian Edelman goes down for the season with a rib injury. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna be all right from that. Uh, it could be anything. Um, so then it's down to Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks, and it just isn't enough to get us through. I don't think it met. They, who were the receivers they fucking had in the Super Bowl last year? Uh, like the, the corpse of Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman? <laughs> well, there's Philip Dorsett, too. Yeah, but he can't be your number two. He's like a great number three. He is a great number three. That's why I like the core they have right now. Like, it was like your second best receiver at that point is James White. Arguably, he was always their best. <laughs> it's true. Like, Edelman's clearly number one, but like, he, I think James White. Maybe up until last year was a number one B because he was, like, he was like Le'Veon Bell light. He was Le'Veon Bell at home. Yeah. Well, I would say he's better than that. Like, he he wasn't like McDonald's. He was Burger King. Yeah, close. Like your your dad just wanted a, a charcoal <laughs> burger. <laughs> the um the only thing about Burger King that I can't stand with the uh, with the Impossible Whopper. It's good, but it doesn't taste like the, the, the char broil taste that the regular Whopper has. I got one once, and I was like, this is good. I'm, I'm not going to spend $6 on a Burger King burger ever again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another person that's been sort of on this podcast before was complaining about how expensive it was. Like, I know that he doesn't eat meat, but, like... That's how much fast food cheeseburgers cost. Uh, no, I, I usually don't get like the that like, like I usually don't go to Burger King. Period. I'm a value menu guy usually. Yeah, yeah, me too. But like, if you get like a big cheeseburger that you're supposed to have like one of, like that's how much it costs. You got a six dollar cheeseburger. One cheeseburger, Miss Lori. I'm gonna be hungry later. You know he's trying to suck dick for Dairy Queen coupons at one point. <laughs> I can't think of any references to it right now. How you doing there, Smokey? <laughs> <laughs> I just he he just changes and puts on jeans and sunglasses. No, he uh, he has. Or does he have a cowboy hat he, too? Yeah, I was gonna say it's the cowboy hat is what does. <laughs> <laughs> That's Street Fight Randy. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> 34 minutes 52 seconds name of the episode street fight randy all right so i think we're winding down on football talk best street fight attire for a wrestler uh just thought of this subject right now pat patterson with his i heart new york uh going against sergeant slaughter i don't know that okay i'll show it to you i'll, when I'll google it right now all right yeah um because I think he was the heel at this time. So he came out with the I Heart New York white shirt. And uh, it was a very famous uh, street fight match. It was actually really good, too. Uh, the, Was it a boot camp match? Maybe it was. that was it, yeah. I mean, that still doesn't... I think it's on the Falls Count Anywhere DVD that WWE put out like 10 years ago. Back when DVDs were a thing. Oh, physical media. Yeah, I know. R.I.P. It's too bad. I bought a... Uh, 
a DVD or Blu-ray for the first time in like two, three years the other day. <laughs> what, what, uh, in, what indie? Oh, oh yeah, you're right. <coughs> but while you're looking that up, uh, um, I, I saw it, uh, chapter two in theaters. Did you like it? Uh, I liked it. Um, it was I was in a theater by myself at night. It was like nine fifty. Isn't it great? Uh, it was like, all right, I'm seeing fucking uh, interdimensional spider clown that eats kids in a theater by myself, like late at night, stoned to bejesus. I feel like this looks a lot like his real life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's a, a, a photo on the Google machine of uh, Pat Patterson whipping Sergeant Slaughter with his belt, and like just like. The, the uh, the. Pose. This is the image that got the Brooklyn Brawler into wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it just looks it looks like uh, if you had a trophy that said like world's gayest wrestler, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be the trophy piece on top. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh super hard at because I'm gonna like start like coughing up Co- things sure, that yeah, are like down low. And that's more throw-up-y than I would care for to show up on the on the on the podcast. What to you is the best street fighting attire? Um, that's a good question. So I, this isn't a particular person. I really like when just like your street fight attire is blue jeans tucked into cowboy boots. Yeah, <laughs> Shawn <laughs> like, Michaels did. Yeah, or like, and there's usually a bandana tied around there for reasons I'll never understand. Like they're just like a little bit of a rock and roll express in them. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Jericho Street Fight for CM Punk, because it was like leather pants. Like, he was like trying, but he was like real Jericho about it. All right. I can respect that. Um, yeah, Dusty's was always good. Dusty's was always, Dusty, Dusty versus Carino. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Were they really street fights, though, or were they just ECW matches? They were ECW matches, but they qualified as sure. street fights to me. Yeah, I mean. Well, that was the beauty too. about Dusty Rhodes because he still wrestled until he was like fucking like 107. Yeah, but like he wrestled so many matches in the the boots, jeans, and white shirt that like, he could just really get as fat as he wanted and still work. <laughs> All you gotta do is throw the goddamn elbow and maybe juice once in a while. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, his, his forehead was all charred up at the end. So mm, why not? At the end, middle, <laughs> middle. Um. So what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. So back to, like, modern wrestling stuff. Um, did you see uh, Kishin uh, Lager? No. Okay. Do you know what Kishin Lager is? No. All right. So sometimes, very rarely, um, this was his fourth appearance, um, Jushin Lager will either have his mask ripped off or rip off his mask. And underneath it, he's all like white face paint and it's like Super Zayn. It almost looks like the Joker from Batman: uh, The Dark Knight. Okay, um, but like, um, it's sort of like a, a, an alternate persona of Jushin Liger, which is like more like evil. It's his demon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, he showed up against uh, Minoru Suzuki over the weekend. I guess M- Suzuki ripped off Liger's mask like a, a week ago, and then. This ma- this time, like he ripped his own mask off and spit the mist in his face and stuff. It was like black mist, which I guess is like poison. 
I, I remember seeing a missed chart. We've on I've the internet. either we've done the missed chart on I this podcast, on or we did it on Neckbreaker. Yeah, I think we definitely did it on Neckbreaker because the missed chart. I if that's another thing I I revisit like probably once a year where I just forget what all of it means, and like it all has separate meanings. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I fucking love wrestling. Um, <laughs> I always enjoyed the different colored mist. Uh, so uh, Keisha Lager has black mist, and he did it once in like the '90s against uh, uh, Muda, and like was all like winning the match, and like he was losing the match, and then he turned into Keisha Lager, was winning the match, and then Chushin, uh, um, Muda spit red mist in his face. And like paralyzed them, and that's how he won. <laughs> the uh, how old is Jushin Liger now? Like mid fifties, I want to say mid to late fifties. God damn, he's still awesome. Oh yeah, totally. Um, nope. Going against uh, Minoru Suzuki too. It's like the two best old guys around. He doesn't move. He doesn't have old guy movements yet. No, he doesn't have old guy body either. He yeah, has, a little bit, but not a lot. No, he, he he like tore his fucking suit off and stuff. He was oh he, really? He still looked okay. He didn't have like the Jericho bod going. No, it's, he, Jericho's like full two uh, thousands run Hogan now. It's so fucking awesome. He is. Uh, I think it's the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> but he still has fucking abs. No, yeah, that's the best it's part. It's so like, crazy. He's still like totally in shape, but like he's a fucking tank now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that dude was the cruiserweight champion. <laughs> he's like Ronnie Garvin now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was the cruiserweight champion way back when. Oh man, that was the best '98, the cruiserweights and stuff. Yeah, but wrestling was terrible then. It was terrible then, but that wrestling was good. If you could, like, I could watch. The 15 minutes of Raw that interested me every week, because most of it kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah. Watching a full Raw from that era, not great. Watching, like, a four-minute X-Pac against, like, I don't know, Bob Holly match, kind of that, you know? I, I just want to watch the Austin segments. I don't really want to watch wrestling. I just want to watch Austin pour beer on people. Yeah. yeah. I've been really, uh, I miss Steve Austin lately. I know, which is funny because he's been back more than usual. He has been back. Um, I don't know. After uh, after that CM Punk interview with, like, I think it was JR moderating a, a interview with Stone Cold and CM Punk. It might have been Paul Heyman. I forget. Uh, but one of those two. Uh, I was just like, Austin needs to come back and wrestle CM Punk. Like, it, that needs to happen. And when that didn't happen, I've just sort of, like, been kind of out on Steve Austin never coming back. I did think it was going to happen again at like the Rumble this year where he was going to be a surprise entrant. I was going to shit my pants and throw whatever was left of it at the TV and scream. But no. Were, were they teasing Ziggler Michaels? Uh, Is that no. what they were teasing? No, because they, they, te- they had built that up to be a Goldberg match. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember what they were teasing. So I think it was the Goldberg match. Like, Michaels is like, ah, oh, no, I'm all done. This isn't happening in Saudi Arabia. So <laughs> it's not happening, period. I don't do singles matches in America. Yeah. <laughs> I do tag matches in Saudi Arabia. That's where the money is. Clearly. The blood money. Would you, would you wrestle a match in Saudi Arabia? How much would it take for you to wrestle a match in Saudi Arabia? 
Um, what's your price? I mean, my airfare and everything's free. Oh, you're you're completely covered. First class flights, hotels, everything. Um, you'll Six, sixty grand. <laughs> to wrestle a match in front of the Saudi Arabian regime. Yep. I um. Oh, don't get me wrong. Just because like my moral compass knows that that is evil, um, I don't want to work for a year. I'll just take a year off. Assuming I came back. Three million. That's your number. Yeah. I mean, this is good. I'm glad that your uh, morals are so high in this hypothetical situation that's never going to happen. Bill me as Baba Tunde. <laughs> Baba Tunde. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Tunde 2. <laughs> Baba Tunde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't. They have the money. They could spare it, you know? Yeah, it's not, I'm just telling you, if the offer was sent to me. If, it doesn't go to me. It's going to ISIS, so. That is uh, yeah, it's like a really controversial weird. statement that I wish to walk back immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we should all accept blood money. It's because if it's not going to you, it's going to ISIS. So really, like, you might say I'm an evil prick, but am I ISIS? By giving me shit for taking money from these terrorists, you're supporting terrorism. <laughs> this is just a joke. I didn't mean it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't come back. Don't cancel me in like ten years when this gets uncovered when I'm going for like a job or something. <laughs> I I do think sometimes like we do enough things that are like, but it's all in jest. It's not it real. Is. And, and we're just the, we're just trying to make terrible jokes. Like just say like one thing that we like a band we do or something that eventually catches. Like <laughs> I know like hard to believe. Because like it's just never gonna happen. This is kind of like what the Chappelle comedy special was about on Netflix, about being canceled and stuff. And yeah, <laughs> like people live for like looking through people's lives and trying to come up with something to like tear them down. It's not that hard to figure out what to do it to me. Right, and that's why I'm just kind of like, eh, don't do it to me, maybe. Yeah, like, no, just it'll happen. I'm like, yeah, it's whatever. I've toiled in mediocrity for so long that, like, if I ever get a big break and get paid, like, don't tear me down. That'd be awful. Like, no, me, I'm gonna be a prick. Money. I'm gonna be a prick about it. Honestly, if that were to ever happen, like, no, like, you do not make me go back to do ceilings. <laughs> if I do put one more fucking ceiling, because you're, you're calling me a piece of shit, like, I'm gonna fight this tooth and nail, and I don't care if I have to get these dumb rednecks on my side to fucking support me. <laughs> don't buy this fucking record. Like, just to let you know, I'm on your side right now, but if you're trying to take fucking guitar money out of my mouth, I will side with the rednecks. Ugh. All right? I would just side with nobody. I will fucking get a beer with Kid Rock. I'll wear the fucking hat. <laughs> no! Don't wear, don't wear the hat. Dude, come on. All right. Like, you can drink a beer with Kid Rock, and you can, like, I don't know, like, you could join Disturbed or whatever. No, no uh, Trapped. Um, <laughs> yeah, <ooh. laughs> they, they put I'd rather wear the hat than join Trapped. They tried to get, like, word out about, like, their shows lately, so they've been, like, dipping their toe and, like, posting, like, right-wingy stuff. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah we talked. It's I, just totally, Did like, we talk about stuff. it last week? I don't know. It was, because that was last week news. Yeah, I, I, I was just like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this fucking bed. Oh, yeah, no, that's Be a People, bad. like, viscerally be mad about it. I was like, why am I even seeing this? I don't. I don't give a shit about yeah, this I, band. They, I, uh, they could be as dumb and conservative as they want to be. I even Matt Jones got in on fucking posted on their po- on their Facebook. Like, <laughs> that's like the least Matt Jones move in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, 
I didn't read what they said. I heard about what they said. They were just like, Err. Do you know how that came up? It's because it was the same day a corn album came out. <laughs> now you fucking posers can be excited about that. Uh, corn. Our group of friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Corys and Steve are definitely all about that corn shit. Uh, corn's one of those bands where if I hear a really old song, like, at a bar and someone played on the jukebox, like, oh, maybe that first album's worth listening to. And then I get like eight minutes in and it's like, abort fucking mission. Yeah. I, I never thought Korn was like that good. I tried to get into him in like high school. I mean, I stuff. really liked him when I was in junior high. Yeah, I think that was sort of like their, their peak was 96, 97. And then, I don't know, I just, it well, was, no, the my, music wasn't interesting enough for me. My tastes to. grew. That's another thing that I, is hard for me to swallow. When I'm watching like 2006 era wrestling, like I did last night, like, oh boy, new metal lived on in Titan Towers for much longer than it did in the stereos of our hearts. It still kind of lives on. I don't think it really does that much. Ugh. I think they're hair. It's hair metal now. Like, then make it's it Hampton good. Beach Casino ballroom shit, not Sangus Arena shit. Uh, corn's an exception. Like, do you think you're going to see Disturbed in Mansfield anytime soon? No, no, definitely not. Um, I'm just trying to... Th- like, it's I don't know if it's hair metal. They, ha- they had, like, that CFOS band for a while. They're gone now. So, like, I don't know. A lot of their music for the past while was, like, generic new metal bullshit. Oh, um, not lately. It hasn't been for five or six years, really, since... Really, in network era. All right. Once the network came around, they were kind of, like... They were kind of off that new metal shit. Like, they kind of started turning into like the new new metal, which is like maybe that's how I'm, I, like, I'm which is like technically hardcore. <laughs> like NXT got more into like the 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 better stuff. Like they had like Asian Orange or whatever that band is. <laughs> Code Orange kids. Code Orange. Or yeah. Code Orange. Like and that's Ag- like a step up from where they Ag- used Ag- to be. Agent Orange is a uh, surf punk surf punk hardcore band. Right. Um, of Tony Hawk, I'm, I'm not. I'm not very hip, but like that was a step up from where they used to be. Well, yeah, and they had like incendiary and shit. But, but they um, I mean, what's the, besides like uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson music, which is very new metal, but it's also like a new metal version of the Bullet Club song. Yeah, like they just took take this riff and make it douchey. They, it's like they. It's pretty much like they flipped the first two chords. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they did. It's the DDP the theme. <laughs> I w- I will uh, I will listen to that every once in a while. What the Gallows and Gallows and Anderson theme song? <laughs> I really don't. Uh, you could make that heavy. I I could. I, I mean, could. we anyone could. Uh, but me specifically. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, wink, nudge, wink. No, yeah, honk, honk. Um, <laughs> that was an audio wink. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I beat Steve, who drafted three kickers by 50 points in fantasy He's football. your taco. <laughs> yeah, he is my taco. <laughs> That's very true. So I guess he lost service when he was drafted and went to his queue uh, of, for, to auto-draft, and I guess he, like, queued up a bunch of kickers. Which <laughs> I got it. That makes sense. That actually does <laughs> which, make sense. Which, which, if it's his first year, it's 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 understandable. But like, um, I wish I could have sat him down, been like, "All right, dude, you don't want to like queue up any kickers or defense. You don't want to <laughs> take a kicker or defense until the last two picks." Exactly. Um, 
because people are out there like trying to get like defenses, and I'm like, oh, have fun dropping them, and then or they'll carry a. a, a Defense on their bench spot. I like, need to switch my fucking defense. I drafted Denver because I was hoping I could, yeah. I could get like a low end defense that I can just leave in there and get four points from every week. They're not getting four points. You could, you could, I mean, no, I'm gonna have to start picking one up every week. You could probably pick one out of the many and get four points out of them. Um, I've been very smart with my defenses this year. Um, I have, I've been just rocking the Rams in one of my leagues because. Came up to the last couple of rounds, and the Rams' defense was still there. So I was like, all right, cool, thank you. Um, and uh, so I haven't worried about that. But I got the Cowboys' defense in my other league off waivers this week. And I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll take one of the best defenses in the league on waivers. Sure, Who's, who released them? Probably someone's backup. Like, someone needed a bench spot and realized, oh, I shouldn't carry two defenses. Yes. Like, ugh. People who people who carry kickers or defense that aren't on buys are fucking assholes. And shouldn't and they never win anyway. But I mean, is it the league where like Steve is, where, where people are doing this shit for the first time? Uh, no, it's a league where people have been doing this for years. Okay, then and that should happen. That shit happens constantly. Unacceptable behavior then. Yeah. Um. But I I made a fantasy boner, um, a couple weeks ago. I think after the first week, I dropped Greg Olson for TJ uh, Hockenberg or Hawkinson or whatever his name is. The guy in the Lions. Yeah, I think oh that God, was a, I don't. I think that was a mistake. <laughs> I mean, I. I think that's my only mistake aside from drafting Antonio Brown. I wouldn't even have said that was a bad idea. Olson's been pretty good though. Lately. He got like twenty-two points the other day. I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, yeah, my because I have uh, Jared Cook. And I was like, I'll just take Jared Cook's eight points every week. And no, he's been terrible, like one, two points. I have the only offensive weapon on the goddamn 49ers. He doesn't score touchdowns anymore. Kittle? Yeah. Uh, this Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin is Philip Dorsett at home. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He really is. The um, at home, because of this podcast, the at home comparison, very... Easy to make in everyday life. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's a good saying. It's not Denzel, but it's Denzel's friend. Yeah, we should yeah, start making memes of that. A, it's been a while since I shoehorned that one in. Can we make memes of that and get it get it over on the internet? Um. Oh, so I had a funny use of that this week. Um, so Le'Veon Bell's baby mama tweeted uh, or Instagram posted geotagged it from Foxborough. With the caption, business has been booming for a while. What happened to that again? So Le'Veon Bell's baby, um, baby mama, to geo, like, geo posted, like, uh, posted from, and geotagged it from Foxborough and said business has been booming for a while. So she's been... Banging Antonio Brown for a while. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. So I... I said if any of my friends' exes ever want a geotag from my house and say he's not Denzel, but he's Denzel's friend, I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> but I wouldn't do such a thing. Unless they were cool with it. Then I might. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm yeah, lonely. I'd, I'd swing. <laughs> a little sw swinging Chris Kassar. I'm trying to think of a pun here. Uh... So, um, Johnny Swinger. 
I get that name now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was friends with Raven. Yeah. Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. I guess he was involved with some sort of uh, young, person? young person thing. I think I, I'm starting to kind of remember that. Yeah. Also, wasn't, isn't that just Memphis wrestling? <laughs> in Memphis wrestling, they fuck kids. I wonder if that's ever been a storyline in Memphis wrestling. And that's what got it over and made it like culturally acceptable. Like, imagine if, like, I don't know, like, Jamie Dundee's w- w- comes Lord up. Lord Humongous was fucking kids. <laughs> Jamie Dundee and Lord Humongous are feeding over a 13-year-old girl. Like, it makes sense because it's Memphis. And, like, it's also, like, fucked up. I would, like, Memphis is the good shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the shit. Memphis was just, like, Puerto Rican wrestling, but in America. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, it was just, like, really silly, but, like, there was also, like, bloodbaths and shit. <laughs> it's really silly bloodbaths. If so anyone, it's like TNA. <laughs> if, yeah, if listener is listening, and, like, and you know, like, where I can just watch, like, a compilation of good Memphis wrestling, or just, like, real memphis Memphis wrestling, I would like to watch that. Yeah, like, like, uh, Southpaw, but legit. No, um... Know what I watched on the internet today? More wrestling related. Um, Jacques Rougeau versus Hulk Hogan in Quebec. <laughs> Did he refuse to put Hogan over? He he beat him with a small package. He, Jesus fucking Christ. You're going to be kidding me. Hollywood Hogan. And I forgot. Like, I remember Hogan having an old guy bod in 97. Hogan looked fucking good in 97. Yeah. He, yeah. So, so he dropped the leg on him. He pulled up the pin and did, like, the finger, and then Jacques rolled him up in a small package and won. What is it with those fucking guys in, in Quebec? Like, I don't... Like, because this is what fucked over Bret Hart. Those guys pulled that shit in Quebec, and Bret Hart was just like, I'm just not losing a shot because he's a dickhead. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's Quebec, isn't it? Isn't he, um, like, having, like, a renaissance right now, like, doing Ring of Honor and shit? That's PCO. Yeah. You said I thought you said Jacques Rougeau. I said Jacques Rougeau, but you but he's um Jean Paul Lafitte. Jean Paul Lafitte is the one that was talking to Bret Hart, wasn't he? Uh Jean Paul Lafitte well, is the that's one. That's the one that got it taken out on him by the click. He he wanted to go to a no contest against Diesel. He didn't want to lose to Diesel in Quebec and I guess it just rubbed people the wrong way cuz that's when the click was like starve him, Vince. Like starve him. Yeah. So, uh, but like in the match itself, like, I guess depending on who you ask, uh, the crowd was chanting for Diesel, and <laughs> he was like maybe sixty forty me. He's like maybe ninety ten me. <laughs> oh, Kevin Nash, <laughs> you ruined his career after that. He ruined Mabel's after that too, but for good cause. I told Mabel not to do that shit, and he fucking did it. Sat right in his back. <laughs> We talked about this last week. Yeah. yeah, that ruined his career. Yeah, we're just really uh, kicking dirt on that dead guy. Yeah. He's not here to defend himself. Fuck it's him. Tr- it's true. <laughs> but his, his spirit lives on in Walmarts around the country right now. It's true. He is exclusive to Walmarts. Him and Pat's Patterson's. Is he exclusive to Walmarts? I think so. Or I thought just the Patterson was. I could be wrong. I don't know. Actually, no. If it's, it, I don't know. The, the Chase is exclusive to one of the two. Okay. I don't. I, I, did you know that in uh, in Canada, there's still Toys R Us? Yes. 
but there is no Target. Yeah, also in other countries, like none of the shit is like, like it's not the same. It's not exclusive. The country just has that. They just have to ask and order it. Yeah. So like, like Pete Dunn's. Where the fuck did a Pete Dunn show up? Target. It's supposed to be Target, but they were in Walmart's. It's just showing up anywhere in other countries right now. Yeah. It was at. A, I think it was at a Toys R Us, or like no, it was at like a fucking. It wasn't TJ Maxx, but it was something similar. Like Kmart. What the fuck? I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> right now, god damn it! <laughs> and like, I still only want to get one to destroy it in front of Corey. I want to get two to destroy in front of Corey, and then when he leaves, to display it. <laughs> Take a picture of it. Just be like, oh, by ah. a twenty of them, and I just keep leaving broken Pete Dunn's wherever he goes. <laughs> you know, be fucked. Is oh fuck! I gotta send Corey money. <laughs> it'd be fucked if we like bought one and like just cut off a little piece of it like each yeah. week and mailed it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> how cheap are they? How much are they on the eBay right now? I don't even want to think about it. Um, I am five retros away from a complete set right now. I think that shit that shit's going to get short up by uh, Halloween, I feel like. I just need the four. Woo! Woo! Uh, the only one of series, between series two and ten, the only ones I'm missing are Samoa Joe and Ric Flair. And then I, I need, need uh, uh, Cena, Taker, KO Series 1, and Gulp, Roman Reigns. I need, I just need Joe, Orton, Goldust, and Savage, Savage. too. Uh, I, got, I got Orton and Goldust coming. Joe might have to be a, uh, an eBay purchase, unfortunately. He might be a loosey-goosey. The, uh, who cares? <laughs> the, uh, I'm looking at my fake betting right now. I'm sorry. We get, we're at over an hour. Yeah, we're, I was going to look up how much the Pete Dunn. Yeah, let's, oh is. yeah, that's, what, that's actually what I got on here for. So Pete Dunn's Elite is...